Start the share with the niggun. Let's try again, boys. We're good. Shalom 
ששונאים בבייס השם, בחצרי סנקנו יפליחו, ששונאים בבייס השם, בחצרי סנקנו יפליחו, ששונאים בבייס השם, בחצרי סנקנו for giving you a hard time, right? I'll explain you to you. You encourage it. Huh? You encourage it. You're speaking on behalf of... I'll be speaking on behalf of everyone right now, right? <laughs> no, it's good to get Musser. No, no, it's not sweet Musser. I'll, I'll explain to you. I'll give you an example. This last Motzei Shabbos, I didn't realize what we were invited to come to, but it was a sweet chevron. Did a, 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 I didn't... I, I, man, I didn't really understand what this gig was, and... Karduner and I were invited to come and play for... We, I didn't understand. He didn't even know what it was. He called me like at 7.30. Like, where's the gig? Like, it, was, it wasn't clear. And then it ended up being a, a sweet institution, but we were Ki'ilu the Nigunim in between Divrei Torah. Right? And these are Yeshiva Bachers, right? You have to see... Like, I mean, you asked me a really great question when we were walking up the stairs afterwards, Yisrael. You have to see, the mindset is, is that music is ke'ilu entertainment. And then Torah is Torah, but we're trying, like, and I know it's a shift. It's, it's around the world. Truth is, it's not around the world. It's, it's, it's mainly, I hate to say it, it's mainly amongst, from a Yidin, that this Indian is. The hardest places sometimes to get, like, people to realize that music is, a, it's, it's like learning. It's by people that just don't, don't look at it like that. So that's why, like, for instance, in shul, like, if we're singing or dancing, dancing is like as if someone's giving a Dvar Torah. Like, there's no difference. It's all part of the same mahalach of Avodat Hashem. So, like, when we sing a nigga, I don't, you know, when we sing here before we, we learn, this was a great story. One of the first Friday nights I was living here, I went to, uh, there, there's a sweet chavit that gets together on Friday nights here for a chabura. This was the first, one of the first Friday nights we were living here. So they asked me to come and speak one week. I, I just did, you know, okay, I came and did my thing. So I started singing a nigun first, and then, I, and then I gave over some Torah. But before I could, he's like, someone raised their hand and said, why'd you just do that? I said, why did I do what? What did I do? He's like, why'd you sing a nigun? I said, because it's part of hachan. Like, I, you don't just come into a room and start talking. If, you, if it's, you're pouring out your heart, you have to have a... It was like... A gilui, like a revelation from another universe. So whenever I just maybe maybe I should have been clear that whenever we sing before we learn, it's not before we learn. It's it's part of the learning. It's always part of whatever the whatever the opening of the heart is that we're doing. That I was makado from Rib Shlomo. He never started teaching before he ever. He never he never just taught. He always always gave it over first. And alavai, it should be in the same Indian of like. Uh, of Psycho Saleh and, and preparing our hearts 
That's what a nigun does. It just prepares the heart to then be more one with whatever the, the spoken word is as opposed to the singing word. But if I didn't love you, I wouldn't take the time to explain that or even tell you in the beginning that we have to start singing again. So <laughs> it's all love. Ari, you need to say this farm right, right there? Okay. Okay, I'm very excited today. Today, like I, like I wrote in that last line of the text, today we're learning one of the most beautiful, beautiful, beautiful pieces of the, of the piece. It's good to have is, 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 is Punim in front of us as we learn, as Dafka, as we learn this, this piece. It's like the moments where you realize, okay, this is all Lemaisa. This book is nothing to do with theory. It's only Lemaisa. It has to be. What we've been discussing for so long already is this concept of Yisrakshos and Yispailus. We, we've been saying these words, you know, non-stop, Baruch Hashem. And we've been getting a very much, you know, I, I, feel, I feel, and I hope you agree, we're getting clearer and clearer as to the, the necessity of becoming people that are attuned to Mitragesh, to feel, and to pay attention to what's going on inside, and to drop pins, pin dropping. I was here, it felt good. Drop a pin. I was here, it felt bad. Drop a pin. Why? I'm not going to go back, or I will go back. But to keep, to keep, like, to keep a, a little bit of a consciousness of why am I, where do I want to be, where am I going, what do I want to do, what don't I want to do? And that's a very beautiful thing, and it's an important avoda. It takes a little bit more than just the way we naturally just roll. We're not just rolling, we're, we're pin dropping, we're, we're pin droppers, okay? Now, the, the, the last thing that we learned was discussing, if I, if I remember correctly, we're on Perek Dalit right now, and the last thing we learned was about that, what is the how? How do I become an Ishmit Ragesh? On page Chavchet, and we were speaking about finding the channels of Hitrakshut through tuning into a Mida that each of us have. What Mida was that? Remember, anyone remember? Rachmanim. Rahmanus, we we have Rahmanut inside of us. We are people of Rahmanut. Remember last week we were speaking about uh, it drives us crazy sometimes. Sometimes we wish we weren't people of Rahmanus because we could just have an easier time with seeing evil fall. And that we we gave the example of the of Saddam Hussein being killed, being uh, that moment he was hung. We it'd be beautiful, it'd be amazing if we had like. <clears throat> It wasn't always on that midah of Rachmanut. It'd be, a lot of things in life would be easier, but we are. teva. We are. We're Rachmanim b'nei Rachmanim. I told you about that wild few seconds of a clip I saw Ben Shapiro tweet about this girl that got the daylights beaten out of her in her, in her classroom and no one was around her. It's like, where? It's such a foreign thing for a year to see a Metzias that doesn't have Rachmanus. It, it's a very, it shakes our system. It's not something that we could relate to, hopefully, Be'ez Hashem. Not something we could relate to. The beginning of the process of figuring out how we could become people that are Anashim Yitzrakshim was doing it through the channel of becoming, of tuning into the inherent Rachmanut that exists within us. We are Rachmanim Bnei Rachmanim. Although Chazal also say, Mi she, it's a famous Chazal, and we deal a lot with Ishmaelim, Mi she merachem al achzarim safo she if you have Rahmanis on those that are cruel, what will end up happening to you is that, how do you say it? Is it the, cruel to the ones who are... You'll end up being cruel to the ones who are actually Rahmanim. 
things have to be aligned. Our hitrakshut has to be aligned and in proportion as well. Okay, so now let's now we're on, we're continuing from where we stopped last time, and that's the the second paragraph in Daf Chavtet. Perek Dalid in Achshas Avrechim. Listen to this. Ubasvarim Akdoshim Ita. Sheyesh lefamim shenefesh ish ha'Israeli mitpaelet b'charata tshuva hachna yira vechadome. There are times the Sfarim say that our our souls actually have some kind of moments of activating regret. There's a sense of tshuva, hachna, yira, vechadome, and the like. Ve'ish margish bekirbo is a rachash ve'ineimut bekirbo. It means there's some kind of ineimut, an unpleasant inner twitch going on inside. Ve'lo yadamalo, you don't know exactly what it is. Yachshov shera'evhu. He'll start to think that he's hungry because he feels like something is lacking. Something's inside, not, not, not sitting well. He thinks he's hungry, tzameh, or maybe he's thirsty. Or, you know what yain saraf is? Does anyone know what that is? El Chaim. Right? Or a person feels like, okay, it's not... Maybe it's not something that I can't make sense of. Maybe just dark black bitterness has gotten the best of me. And now in order to kind of like laugh himself out of the situation or entertain himself out of the situation, you start schmoozing with your family. You start like rolling around on the floor with your kids or something, which is, it's a good thing, but he's saying you're using it here as an ignoring method. And that's what we're trying to avoid. Or you call a friend and say, hey, can I come over? And maybe the first thought, the first second, when you said, can I come over, you actually thought, maybe we'll have a sikhas chaverim. But the second you got there, you realized it would be uncomfortable to actually open your heart as to what you're going through right now. So you start schmoozing over, did you see that guy's car? Or did you see that person's kid? Or start schmoozing over, things that are going to take you away from dealing with what needs to be dealt with. V'chilut, leitzanut v'chadome. Leitzanus, you know what leitzanus is. Clowning around. Whatever it is. Anything but the issue at hand. L'famim gam achar kol eile ha-ma'asim asher asa margish et i ha-neimut bekirbo od. So it could be that sometimes after all the actions he's done, he still feels this unpleasantness inside of him. You ever, were you ever like deeply uncomfortable inside, but you couldn't explain it to anybody? But inside, you're so uncomfortable. So he's saying, look at all the different things we do when we have an uncomfortable fe- gut feeling. We either go to the bottle. So he basically said that. You either go to the bottle, go to the fridge, or you, it comes out in, in other ways where you, you think, if by doing this, I'm just going to, this, this will pass. So he says, after doing all these things, you're still uncomfortable. Kevan, maybe even worse. Kevan because through these rotten, spoiled meds, right, self-medication, not only did he heal this, the wounds of his soul? Velo piesota, 
And he didn't lefayes. Uh, he didn't uh, what's it? appease. What what needs to be appeased? Al makotea sheikauta. for he has to appease the places inside of him that need to be appeased. Lak od hosif lenokpa velipzota. Rather, he continued to damage and put and wound the neshama. Happy birthday. Rak od hosif lenokpa velipzota. Continues to, 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 to damage it, to, to wound it. Aval yesh gam sheachar maaseta toim eilu lefalo verucho bekirbon yishkat. But sometimes a person can be under the assumption that he actually healed his wounds. Why? Because the Ruach Sa'ara right now calm, is calm. Now, that's pretty clear why the Ruach, in, in, in certain situations, why is the, how, how is the, it's not in a good way. Why is, the, is that inner storm now calm? What did he do to calm it? Numbed it. He numbed it through whatever you could choose. But it's a numbing. But he says like this, because by wounding himself more and more and more, what did he end up causing? He fainted, meaning his neshama fainted. So you're under the assumption, oh, this doesn't bother me anymore. I fixed it because I'm not feeling it now. No, Shmendrik, you're not feeling it because you fainted, because you're in a coma. That's why you don't feel it. Now, the Rebbe is speaking a hundred years ago. Do you understand this? What could have someone actually been doing? Who was, his, who was these Hevra's dealers a hundred years ago, right? Like, where, where, where are they going? Who, who are they calling? But this is, hum, this is, this is humanity. This has this always been. There's always been some type of a, 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 a ratzon to find that vice that will take me away from being uncomfortable. Always, because it stinks. It stinks. I, I, I spoke to someone recently, he said, um, what's, we were talking about like Avodah Hashem, what they're learning, what they're like, I have a new thing. I'm actually catching myself when I feel uncomfortable and I just don't say anything for one whole minute. And I allow myself to feel uncomfortable. So that's, my, that's the, been the greatest revelation by Avodah Hashem. I couldn't believe it. What a Torah. He's saying because what happens when we're uncomfortable? We run, obviously we all know this. But then we're under the assumption sometimes that it's, we're okay because we're not feeling it. That's just because you've given yourself, your neshama, maka after maka after maka, till eventually you pass out. Yeah, so you're not feeling anything. But what else don't you feel? What else don't you feel? Life. life. It's true. You don't feel that. You also don't feel life. You don't feel anything. And you can go like this for years and years and years and years, and it's on a repeat. And you could have moments of waking up, but you're like, no, actually, I prefer the coma. It's better there. You know, no one's bothering me there. It's, it's, it's safer there, right? So he says, this can either happen because of you've, 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 you've damaged yourself so much, or you've, you've basically taken dust and dirt and you've completely covered any sign of life because being alive hurt too much. Now, obviously, the language we're using here is basically you'll hear in any 12-step meeting. This is the Lushan of people that are willing to admit what drove them to find vices. Is that, even, is that any sense of being alive hurt? It hurts. So if that's the, you know, no one taught me another way. 
and the only way of me experiencing life is pain, I'd rather not feel life at all. I'm going to go to the other place. And I'll, and I'll, I'll put schmutz over my whole soul expression, legamre. You're not going to feel any, any type of, how do you say, nehima? Uh, any sound. Nothing. Venoachlo. That's the last two words of the paragraph. What is venoachlo? It's comforting. It's good. It's, co- it's, it's, it's like, in a weird way, this even feels cozy. Noachlo. It's comfortable like this. Did you, did you not hold by like a chemical imbalance? Because like let's let's say like you know like some like some days you can just be like sad, but about nothing. David. I don't know how much that that was that that was um, medically advanced. I, I don't know how much that was in the parsha then bichlal in the world. Because then it seems like a good medication would be like you know like some people you're down and like you don't want to go hang out with people because you're down but like you have to push yourself to go hang out with people. To, you know. So I realized that in 2022, all these pieces have to always be learned with a disclaimer. And you're right. One time I be learned a piece similar to this from Rav Cook, and Rav Cook shared about anxiety and depression. I got shechted after that from a few women. Women being obviously it's even more. I got shechted after the shear. They said, are you kidding me? You really think this, that, that Rav Cook wouldn't tell someone that they should go and seek the proper medication? I said, I, I said, first of all, you're probably right, but second of all, I don't know how much was back then in the, in the world of medicine that there were, it was that advanced to basically have that in the offer. I don't know. But obviously, so just let's repeat this. What, what, what I'm saying is anyone that needs serious mental help and medication that Baruch Hashem, in certain instances, is offered today. Of course, this is not the Baruch for it. I'm not challenging. I'm no, no, it's good. Why not? No. By the way, do you, By the know, way you should. Do you know Ari, guys one second, are, Brenner. You absolutely, what do you mean you're not challenging? We wouldn't have a Gemara if they weren't challenging <laughs> each other. No, it's like, Rabbi Yochanan says like this, I don't want to challenge you, so I'm like, <laughs> you have to. It's one, meaning, of my, one of my relatives has like super bad anxiety. And he happens to be Breslov. Like he, he will not take medication because he's like, like I've been given that to speak to Hashem more to like ask him to please like help the anxiety to go away. He's the, not I know. Pop a pill, even though like. Uh, listen, but I, here I, exactly no, here we're speaking about just to make it here we're speaking about dvarim hashavim lechol nefesh. Meaning, even though most of us hopefully don't identify as people walking around in comas, there's a there's a there's a Shmef, there's like a there's a there's a little bit of a, like a you could you could smell a little bit that you know each of us are in here somehow, like we're uncomfortable. I'll go to the fridge. We're uncomfortable. I'll distract. And today with the world of distractions, I'll I'll, I'll watch NBA highlights. Is there anything wrong with NBA? Well, it's not probably not, but if it's if it's used to take you away from paying attention to what that uncomfortable situation is actually opening for you, because he's going to say over here, that's actually a petach hashar. This uncomfortable place that you're now detecting is actually opening the door for you to actually discover what's really going on, then watching an NBA highlight is the worst thing in the world. Why? Because that moment there's a gilui hanefesh, which is what this safer is all about. Your soul is becoming revealed to you, and you're saying, no, 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 let's keep it shut. So the thing that I look at as a distraction, yes, in the from world, 
Again, these are not from or non-from concepts. It's moments of taking advantage, what we keep on saying here, of your soul being revealed to you and, and choosing not to. And that's why the Avodah of the Piyasetz Rebbe is always saying, can you, can you just learn how for a few seconds be uncomfortable? Now, that Lashon of what, we did, what I just said right now is mamish the common language that's used throughout the whole world of recovery. Throughout the whole world of recovery, it's in different languages, v'chulei. But each of us, I feel, you know, share this common sense of when I'm uncomfortable, I choose to not be uncomfortable. Not necessarily through drugs, but through whatever. Whatever it is. It doesn't matter what it is. And I feel like the Rebbe is saying over here, the most holiest thing you could do is to allow yourself to be uncomfortable. Now, this, and now I understand a little bit more why the Rebbe was so big on Chaburas. Why? Because let's be uncomfortable together is like the highest thing in the world, right? We're all uncomfortable. Like Rebbe Shlomo once said at the end of a concert in, in California in the early 80s, he said, you know, friends, everyone says that they're lonely, and it's true. No one's saying you're not lonely, but let's just all be lonely together. <laughs> let's be, what a, what a chap. Let's be lonely together. And it's true. Listen, right now in this room, right, Many of us are lonely, but we're, 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 we're addressing loneliness together. It doesn't, it doesn't necessarily take away the loneliness, but maybe it gives us a little bit more of, of a hope or of a strategy of like the Rebbe says, a tachbula, to, to find ways to understand the depth of, of whatever we're experiencing. Okay, you, you want to say something? Um, not really. I, well, actually what I want to say was that there are a lot of people in our community who have been on those things. Some are still on, but many, many guys I know personally who have been on those things and they got off those things and they're happy that they did. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously there are situations that are appropriate, yeah. but there are guys who were on them for many, many years and they struggled and they got off of them. Also people in recovery who were on those things and they changed what they were doing mm-hmm. and they found that, uh, whatever. Obviously there's a Talking place. about medication, I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 there's a lot, I mean, a lot of guys, and they're, they're, they look back and they're like, yeah, at the time it was okay and it made me feel, but now that I'm, I struggled and I got off of them, and now I'm feeling in a, in a better way. They feel better about it. So. We don't have to go so, you know, that, that, this is the point, I think, is that we don't have to go to extreme cases where it's very clear that someone is using to avoid life. It's even, it's in like, dated people that are, they're, 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 Hashem, things are okay, so to speak. Family life is okay. Parnas is more or less okay. Relationship with their children is okay. It's not, we're not only talking about extreme cases. We're talking about also just, Pasha, this is just the way Metzitz Ben Acharakim, through the cracks, there's like a gilui of the nefesh. The question is, did anyone ever teach you that that's actually a moment to embrace as opposed to, that that's a moment to run away from? Yeah, but also right? add to that, so I've seen people who needed to take medication Medication is not simply the answer. It's just a thing to help you address the issue. Cool. It's a thing to t- immediately bring you to a place where you can actually focus and address the issue. So some people can wean themselves off of it. Some people use it alongside other things, you know, like this, the kind of like the learning that we're doing right now, and, and they can minimize the medication and, and do more of that. And it but we all agree, they all but, agree that ideally... Yeah. The goal would be that no one should ever have to use medication, right? right? Like that's like a goal. It's not, right? That everyone agrees. No, no. Does someone not? No, it's okay if you don't agree. 
<laughs> Are you? Okay. I mean, the goal. Three vaccinations. Then it's okay. I mean, he's not saying any work here that in extreme pain, you know, no. emotional or physical, no. pain, you can't turn to medication or, or something. Or he's not saying. He's not even. No, we, we took it there. Right. But but I de- right. We took he's it there. He's not even saying never yeah. to drink to drink wine or to. La efes in the Rebbe actually says, and the Chabura once in a while should sit around and have a l'chaim. You have to understand the Rebbe, because it does me'ayra as something, but it not, but not as a, not as a vice. Meaning, you understand the Rebbe says that clearly. In Bnei, I remember we were learning this. And not as the ikar. Not not as the ikar. That's why if it's, you know, I, I, if if the bottle is the ikar, at a fabrengen, it's. And a sheer, it, it's, it's not it. Again, if it's you, and the Rebbe says this clearly, like today, can you imagine a, any Rav putting out a Sefer that says, and the Chevrolet should get together and have a Lachaim? He, he's toast. Right? He's out. <laughs> yeah. I just want to say, there's another, there's another level of, of uh, uncomfortable thoughts. Like you said, everything is okay. You know, I'm thinking that, you know, in about two months, you know, uh, we're all going to sit around eating matzah, and like, Hashem's going to say, okay, fine, but like, Hashem's crying. Why is he crying? He said, really? I give you this holiday for you to eat matzah? There are people that are slaves. Why aren't you freeing people? You know, so like, there's pain in the world, you know, and like, who is going to solve that pain if not us? So like, sometimes Hashem gives us moments of uncomfortable so that we should like, Right. Do something about the pain in the world because we live in this very, you know, whatever between the headphones and the Facebook and everything else, we could just isolate ourselves and not feel anything. Uh-huh. I saw I got a, a video this morning from uh, that Rev Weinberger put out to someone about about talking about the Yidden in, in Ukraine <clears throat> that they, that the Stalin Rebbe right now had a whole he's heading a whole. Hatzalas Yidin, that they set up shop in Medjibush for all Yidin from Kiev to, to, if they need, and if they want, to flee to Medjibush. They set up, isn't this crazy? Do you understand what that means? Like, the, it's, it's insane, right? It's too reminiscent of. It's crazy. It's crazy. Well, a lot of different pieces here, but that, but that, but that Medjibush is becoming the, the, the Ir Miklat. <laughs> Ukraine, it's it's insane, right? It's cra- it's pushed, it's meshuga, it's crazy. And and he would, some would say what's insane is that Israel is offering flights to get anyone out of there, right? There's a lot of levels of insanity over here. It's it's crazy, but like we're living in a world. Are you saying anything about the fact that thousands and thousands of people could could be shechted this week, like this, from one? One little hitgarut, one little button. That it's so. Someone called me last night. He's like, "Isn't it insane that there's a guy in Russia that has the whole world right now at his fingertips? The whole world. No one has any." So what's a Yiddish? A Yiddish response is Hashem. Why? Like, how come this doesn't bother me? That's what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. Why? How, how, why am I okay <laughs> with just going about life? So the tzaddikim aren't. The tzaddikim aren't. They're not shlifing. All right, so we didn't even get to the... the, the, the I mean, this was chazak, but uh, we have to continue a bit more. Right? So 
או שומע אותן מפוחמות ומעוקלות ולא ידע מה שמע. It's not only, we're not only talking about the person that's unable to hear the cry of his own neshama, that we don't, we don't know how to read the crying of our own neshamas. It's not just that. רק גם את צהלותיה ושמחותיה, אשר שמחה היא בהשם לא ירגיש. We don't even, this is beautiful, we don't even know what it sounds like when we're truly, when our neshama is truly happy. Because we said, When I choose to be numb because it's pain, I also miss the simcha too. Because, you know, Rav Kook writes in Arsat Shuva that sometimes when a person, we talked about the gefilte fish handshake for a few years, remember this? Mm-hmm. That when a person, like the Baal Shuva, like you could see before they were from, these guys were like, I don't know, they were jocks on campus and ever they were buff or whatever it was. And then this guy goes to a, some kind of a seminar and then you, see, you meet him three years later Shalom Aleichem, and this guy is like, thinks, like, he gives you a gefilte fish handshake, like, oh, Shalom Aleichem, like one of these, you know. What happened to you? And like, no, oh, you were a very strong person before you got into Torah and mitzvahs. What, what happened to you? So if Cook explained that he was talking about the beginning of chemotherapy, that chemo kills both cells. It kills the unhealthy cells, And it also kills the healthy cells. That's, the pro- that's how the body suffers such a whack. So he says, sometimes people do tshuva, it's inevitable. You're going to kill both cells. This is not talking about tshuva killing both cells. It's talking about the ignoring of the neshama. When I don't know how to read the crying of my heart, I also can't tell what really makes me happy. I can't pin drop. Because I have no access to... to really feeling the simcha of my nefesh as well. So it's not just the dark stuff that I'm numb to, it's also the moments of joy that I'm numb to. Last night I stood under a chuppah, and it was a very interesting position because I was an aide. I haven't been an aide, I don't remember the last time I was an aide. It was such a, it was, so, it was gewalt. It was, a, it was an Efrat wedding, a family from the Dekel. Uh, in the, yeah, the Dekel. It was such a simcha watching, like not having to really, the truth is I should have been more conscious of the moment of Eidos, right? Of, I, hopefully I was, but I was more like able to just like look at it from the side and not like make sure this is happening as, as a Masarah Kiddushin. And the simcha of the Chassan and Kala was so high, I found myself saying to Hashem, like I, I so want to really taste the simcha that's happening right now. While I was watching someone besimcha. Because what happens to us when we just get accustomed to, to, to life, even joyous moments don't really have an impression on us. They don't really have an impression on us. And that's why he's saying it's both. Third, end of the third line. You ever get excited and because you can't You can't define it, so you kind of don't know what to do with yourself. Does that ever happen to anyone? You have some kind of hisrakshas, but you don't know what, under what category it falls, and it could drive you meshuggah, because you can't explain it to yourself. You can't define it. Ki lo hirgish ha'ish et simchata ba'ashem, ve'et noam aliyosa be'ahava ve'yira, b'sha'ashu miskarev elav yisbarach, b'torah, t'fila, v'asiyas mitzvahs, Because this type of person that doesn't know what to do with moments of Yisrakshas, you know what he's like? 
It's basically a person that never allowed themselves to truly taste the simcha of coming close to Hashem through learning Torah, tefillah, doing mitzvahs, especially on Shabbos and in Yantav. The Rebbe is saying, big, big masa here. Big masa here. Mo- this is unbelievable. Most of our Shabbos, Yantav, tefillah, Torah, v'avoda is all making sure we're Yotzei Chova. But like we began this Sefer, there's Yetzias Chovas Aguf and there's Yetzias Chovas Aneshama. For your Neshama to be Yotzei Yedei Chova of Torah and tefillah, how, did, how is it Yotzei Chova based on this? Was there a sense of Simcha and awareness that I'm Sameach because I'm coming close to Hashem? You're describing Kabbalah Shabbat. Hopefully. Hope, hopefully, but it would be a very, very depressing world if my closeness to Hashem depended on Kabbalah Shabbat. It would also be missing the point. It's true. It's a, it's a gate opener. Is, uh, exactly. I'm not trying to like, push anyone away from shul. I'm it's, just saying... No, it's inspiring. Yeah, but we just came from Shachris. And we all put on tefillin. And we have tzitzis on, meaning there's all these mitzvahs we're, 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 that are wrapped on us. He's saying, the etzias chovas of the guf is doing it. The etzias chovas of the neshama is simcha, because, that this brought me close to my creator. So a person that feels a little bit of simcha doesn't know what to do with it. That's because when the moments of applicable simcha were available to him, he didn't take advantage of it because he didn't know that's part of the game either. This making sense? Is this stimming? Mm-hmm. Is this making everyone feel horrible? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I hope not, yeah. He's giving us the tools. He's giving us, he's, he's giving us, he's, he's, talk about medicine. <laughs> this is the prescription. This is, this is the pill of all pills. Yitzi, again, I want you to think about this terminology. Yitzias chovas aneshama. Letzet yedei chovat aneshama. Yitzias chovas Yesterday in the women, was it yesterday? What's today? Monday, yesterday in the women's share, we started discussing in the Bilvavi the concept called Kesher Nafshi. That this, the, the mahut of tshuva, the content, the real essence of tshuva is living a life where you've established a Kesher Nafshi. Kesher Nafshi is only, can only, a Kesher Nafshi, a soul connection with Abba, is going to be experienced much more through a simcha that I'm coming closer to you. Simcha of coming closer to you through Torah, mitzvahs, learning, dvekas, davening. So he says, when the, when the gates of real simcha are open to a person and they don't take advantage of it, then they have moments of hitrakshut. They don't know what to do with themselves because it's so foreign to them, this world. This place of actually getting excited over something holy is so foreign to them, they don't know what to do with themselves. So you know what they, you know what they end up doing with themselves? The same thing they do when they're uncomfortable in a bad place. You end up in the same place. Do you know how many of my friends I have that because they were, the, there was someone lit the flame, mamash, someone lit the flame, but they didn't know what to do with it because it was so foreign to them, they ended up in the same place of someone that's suffering nebuch from an uncomfortable situation that had to do with a bad, dark place. You end up in the same place. When you're uncomfortable by an excitement, so it can lead you back to the same exact place. Let's go weiter. And he says, this can happen specifically on Shabbos and Yantiv. Ki az lo bekal haya ole li yitzro l'archiko achar kach minoam elyon hazeh l'achtiyo chas v'sholam af legashmo. 
it was not so easy in moments like Shabbos and Yante for the Yetzir to push a person away from the sweetness and cause a person to sin, God forbid. Ubi, now, now, these are the words I wanted to get to. I, I, sometimes I, mamish, I, I can't believe we have this host to learn such time. I can't believe, I can't believe this. Be'im shama ha'ish et shirat nafsho lahashem shehu omer shirot v'tishbachot. If a person only heard the song of his soul while he's singing to Hashem. If you only heard yourself singing what it sounded like when you were in, okay, moments like you're bringing up, if you could hear the simcha of the nefesh when it sings to the Eivishter, if you could taste your own dveikas somehow, and for it to be not be something that's separate, outside of you, ve'et shirat rucho v'nishmato chaya v'yechida shalom hakamot lekol nafsho l'ashir ke'achat l'melech ha'kavod ha'bochel b'shirei zimra if only you could hear the song of your own spirit your chaya and yechida, right? This is the elements, the five aspects of the soul. Nefesh, ruach, neshama, chaya, and yechida. If you heard every chamber of your soul in harmony with the Ribonosh, singing to Hashem, singing before the melech ha-kavod, that, that chooses nigunim to bring him nachas, ve'yachad nichlalot belav ha'ava ve'atzahala, shel kol nishmos Yisrael, together, these singing and fire, comes in as one chabura before the Rebona Shalaylam and all the neshamas of Yisrael that are in this world, v'asher begana Eden, ve'al yadam malachi marom rekel, and you know who joins the, you know who joins the choir at that moment when you hear yourself, when you hear your soul singing, you know who else you hear who's giving harmony? Malachi marom, the angels above, you could start to hear them singing harmony with you. In kol bria asher b'shamayim v'asher mitachat la'aretz, everyone, every creation, v'chulam yachad m'shorerim, kulam yachad m'zamrim, kulam yachad ma'aritzim u'magdishim et shem akel agodol agibor v'anoira. I want to ask each person a question. Did any of you ever have the kavana that he just said with the words that you just that we just said in shachris this morning or any shachris in our lives? Who's, I don't. These words, what is he talking? That's what, that's what Shachris is. This is what Shachris is. You can hear, if you actually heard what you sounded like, in a moment of singing to Hashem, you could hear kulam ahuvim, kulam. You can hear the mukablin dein midain. You could hear the angels. You could mamish hear the angels. <clears throat> and then you feel less lonely because you're, you're, you've joined a team here that includes every Bria. It includes the angels and it really includes all the aspects, the five chambers of your soul. It's all in it. It's unbelievable. It's an unbelievable thing. Lu, listen to this. The fourth, the end of the, the, the from the, the end of the fourth, the fourth line from the bottom. Lu shama ha'ish. If a person would only hear afrachash lachash which means only a whisper of a whisper, 
of this sound. David, how does he say it there? Slightest whisper. The slightest whisper. Wow, it's pretty close over there. Usually I'm way off, but yeah. <laughs> if and if a person listened to the slightest whisper of what this sounded like, Ki az is kol atzmo im kol retzonotav, machshavotav, diburav, umaasav, bafoal mamash rak bilti shem levado hayamekadesh. We would be able to sanctify for Hashem every aspect of your life because you would fall in love with the version that you're hearing. You'd, you'd choose this. You'd say, you wouldn't ask anymore, will the real me stand up? You're saying, this is the real me. This is the real me. I'm going to stand up. I'm going to do it. What's the problem? That we rarely, rarely, rarely have moments like this. And when we do, we doubt it. And when people are like this, we, we think, ah, they're on a pill. They're on a pill. It's not real. Can't be like this. Do you know how many people thought Reb Shlomo was stoned all day long? Do you know that he was de-drugging a whole generation? He walked... Do you know that one time he was chazan in a great synagogue in a city in Israel, and in front of the whole shul, the president of the shul got up and said, Karbach, down, we don't allow drug addicts to be our shliach tzibah. So one of the chaver, one of the chaver with Reb Shlomo there, and Reb Shlomo was, just didn't say anything. He said, how could you let this go? He said, brother, let me tell you something. Reb Simcha Burim says that if there's one thing that you're very makbidan and someone tainas on you that you're actually involved in it, it's a simon that that's really your avoida in the world and that's a simon what you're doing is important. Mm. How do we know this? What's Korach's taina on Moshe Rabbeinu? What mida? What does Karach say about Moshe Rabbeinu that he is? Huh? Guy, Madua Tisnasu al Kahal Hashem. Now, what do we know about Moshe Rabbeinu? Vaish Moshe Anav Meod, Mikola Adama, Shapne Adama. So in the Katsun Chabonim Shishre says, when someone tines on you something that's exactly the opposite of who you are, that's how you know this is your Indian. And that's how you know this is your Nakuda in the world. You see, people looked at him and think it cannot be that he actually, that this is like not drug-induced, this like, kulam ahuvim, kulam berurim, kulam it can't be. It can't be. So, because they can't see it in the, you know why? Because they never heard it in themselves. They never heard what their neshama sounds like when they're singing. So of course, the natural reaction is, then it can't. If I never heard this, everything else is a show. It cannot be. And you live a life just saying, that cannot be, cannot be. Now, the problem is like that, like we said, most people never ever hear what we just described, but a chassid does. A chassid has to. The avoda of chassidus is that this is not a luxury for people that are like b'nei aliyah, only people that are like, you know, way up there. And he, and he ends off, he, he's saying, aval milfanav hakol sagur umimeno nistar. The problem is, the namid, right? Everything's nistarf, everything's closed, everything's shut from him. Why? Because every time there was an opening to go inside, he chose to run away. So he's living a life of feeling like everything is just run, everything is, is, is locked away from him. He doesn't have access to anything. And I, I feel that, I, I, think, I still feel that most people, I just push it, don't have even like a saga that these kind of things exist because they, they were able to live fully 
Yitzias Yedei Chovas Aguf lives of Yiddishkeit, and no one ever told them that this was even part of the Parsha. No one ever revealed to them that this is actually something that is essential, that's needed. I think, Baruch Hashem, the door we're living in is getting more and more aware that this is not luxurious, it's not optional, it's essential for our Yiddishkeit. The pain is that we still don't have enough leaders that understand that this is a lechatchila and not a bedieved. Or they're not talented enough, it's just not who they are. It's just they, they don't have, they wish they could. We have a few people, like I think Rav Dov Zinger, actually. You know Rav Dov Zinger? He came? He was there with his, with his school. He's, he was, you know, I'll be, I'm very excited. I have to show you something. I got, you see these two boxes of Svarim? Sure, you're going to get excited. These are all Svarim of uh, Reb David Zeller. All of Zeller. Yeah, Reb David Zeller. It's not, no, he didn't write them. These were his Svarim. Oh, yes. Yeah, that were given to us. Because his, uh, his wife, his widow, is, is trying to make space in the house, or maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe moving. Anyway, you know, he was a person that heard the, the voice of his neshama. Clear. Just read his book, you'll understand what I'm talking about. The soul of the story. And some of us had the privilege of knowing him. Lamash had the privilege of knowing him. <clears throat> one time, I'll never forget this. This is, an, this is a, a crazy, crazy thing. One, one, one time... It was, you have to go, you have to imagine this, like visualize this. We're talking about people that hear the, their own shiras and nefesh, right? So they act differently. Their whole, their whole, their whole like chibur, their whole connection is very, very different, right? So visualize this. Were any of you ever in Binyanei Haoma? Yeah. So you know what it looks like, right? Like the, with, in terms of how the, how it's basically set up. It's like 3,000 seats going up like that. So there was a few nigunim that he was very, very big on. One of them was the song Ruach, right? Obviously, Ruach is a nigun that's just one word, Ruach, the whole time. So he gets up, and he's singing it very gently. He got booed off stage at a Shlomo Yorzeit concert. Booed. Crazy. Why? Because these, this, uh, the chavah that booed them, they think... <laughs> They approach the night of music like I explained in the beginning of Shia. People look at a nigun as like an entertainment where they don't understand it's a void of Hashem. This guy is singing what we described before. I guarantee you he heard it, right? But for most people, aval milfanav, mamish, the last few words in this paragraph, aval milfanav, but to the person that always runs away, hakol sagur umimenu nistar. Everything is closed before this person. Why? Because when they had opportunities, when the whole world was open for them, they doubted the sincerity of someone that actually is living that life. They're saying, it can't be. They have a kairach voice, because they say, it can't be. It just can't be. Why? Because no one gave me the tools. So these, again, like he keeps on going back and forth. Again, He's saying over here, if you, only, if you only listened to what your neshama sounded like when you're, when you're really davening. But you could say this about learning. If you listened to what, you're, what you were experiencing while you're learning, the world of simcha has opened up for you. But because you don't, for you it's about running away from that, as Gamarno, 
אף אחד לא, אף אחד לא, 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 אף אחד לא מצליח. No one's winning. And therefore, we come to a place where it's rounded. I keep on going around and around, but I'm never getting to the nekuda. What is the, what is the title of this parak? Be'eze emtsaim yavod ha'bachur ve'avrech la'asas atzul mitzragesh. So, on a lamaisa level, okay, on a very practical level, the way to have the schut, to feel the simcha of davening, or the simcha of learning, that I'm aware that right now I'm getting close to Hashem. That, that's what I want. I'm aware I'm getting close to Hashem right now. It, and unfortunately, it starts in a difficult place. It doesn't start in the, in the I'm looking at a chassan and I'm like, flat. it starts in a place of catching yourself when you're stickle and comfortable, but anything in the world, right? That's actually where it starts. But the midah of Rachmanus is so mutbah in us, you'll have it through the midah of Rachmanut over your own neshama, which will hopefully allow you to basically have patience with yourself, but don't be under the, the impression that it can happen in any other way. It, it, it's, it's got to happen through this nativ. What he says now, what he's going to continue, we'll continue this on Wednesday, what he continues now, and he says like, I, I, don't, want, I don't want to spoil it, but I, what I do, what I, what I want us to remember is that it's possible what we just learned. This is not lo b'shamayim here. It, it really is possible. And it's possible, and I, and I agree with you, yes, Boch Hashem, it, it, this last Friday night, you're right. But the Rebbe says all over the place, you think the Rebbe Shalem wants you to limit yourself to feel Yichud Avaya only on, kol, on a Ne'ilah? Meaning, it can't be that it's just designated for, for those times. It's not enough. Isn't it just can, opening the doors for you? If you take it, if you take it, if you take it, if you listen to yourself... In that state, yes. yes. But if you run from there to fill that opening of a hole with the schnapps, you killed the gate that was open for you. And sometimes I see guys running afterwards. They have the highest davening, but they know there's a l'chaim afterwards. If you run, it's, you know, it's as if you didn't even have it. It's as if... That whole experience of Shira Samalakha, it's as if it didn't even happen. You closed the gate. The gate was wide open for you. You closed it. So we should have a lot of Sayyad Dishmaya to, to have the Koyach to take advantage. I can't keep on stressing this more and more. These are moments of Giloya Nefesh to take advantage of it. And obviously, with Dibuk Chaverim, these things are much more accessible. They happen on a much more powerful level. We should take advantage of it. And Be'ez HaShem will go weiter Wednesday, we'll continue, over here in the middle of Perek Dalet. Chavra, pin drop. Okay? Drop the pin. Yalla.